0: Welcome back to Energy. Good Moms Bad Choices. I'm Erica cool. and I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday, y'all! Happy Wednesday. Hope you guys are safe and
1: in place. What is it? Sheltered. Sheltered in place. In place. Stay, stay at home. home. Stay sheltered in place.
0: I don't know the lingo. I don't want to learn the lingo.
1: I've been so annoyed by people like putting on their Instagram photos like, "Everybody stay at home." Like, we got the memo, Dab it. <laughs> what <laughs> are you repeating it for? <laughs> uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing very good today.
0: That's weird. Okay. Why is that weird? You
1: ask me how I'm doing. I say I'm good.
2: But that's no, weird. because you
0: look like you're going to laugh, and then you're like, I'm good. And anyway, everybody knows when you do that, like, hi, bitch. It <laughs> 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 means some other shit. Well. Um, Irie had her birthday this weekend. I'm officially a mom of a five-year-old. Um, she's alive. I didn't kill her. I didn't kill her dad. Somehow we're okay. So I'm, I'm pretty, I feel successful. Um. We had a drive by slash block party. Block party slash then a few people came inside. Parade. Cut um, the cake. Elevated room events made the bombest cake ever. So if you guys are looking for a drive by Ballo- balloon balloon event planner, virtual, baker. virtual party planner, even if you just want a cake. Definitely hit up Elevated Room Events. You can find them on Instagram. You can go on their website. Check out our Instagram. You can see the cake that she made. It's fucking beautiful. It's a unicorn. It was exactly, it was like exactly what I wanted. So. So, yeah, it was beautiful.
1: And it tasted, I'm still eating it actually. I might send after this. Um, anyway, we have a guest today. Our first quarantine guest. Yes. We have finally gone virtual. <laughs> Going digital guys. Going living in a digital world. Um thank you so much for don't ha- <laughs> you drunk?
0: About. No, I'm not high, which is the problem. Um we have Jamette Jim okay, okay just on. stop. Don't fuck up our name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do it. You guys have the same name. Fuck.
1: Today we have award winning writer, podcaster, mama, culture commentator, Jamila Lemu. Is that how you Lemieux. say your
2: last name? lemu Yes. It's French.
1: Right. It's like Creole, right? It's French, yeah. Yeah, See, See I'm a little cultured. Yeah, and we have the same name, so don't fuck it up. I'm sorry, my bad. Do you go by Mila, too?
2: You know, my mom calls me Mila. Um, Some of her family members do, but most people don't. But I I welcome it. I'm totally cool with it. That's he, where that came from. My mom calls me Mila, too. Yeah. It's weird. As an adult, I feel like more people call me Jam, like new people, but family always go for Mila. Uh, I, my, my, a lot of my friends call me Jam, too. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm like you can, whatever I'll take whatever all the all the variations of my name she's like which one is it gonna be I'm like I don't have to choose who me yeah I because I you be- call, do you let people call you Jamila because a lot you of people let me let me tell you growing up in the valley it plagued my life because everybody made it seem like Jamila was so much easier than Jamila so I got so used to it that I'll say Jamila and now it irritates me. I don't catch myself doing it, but I'm used to it. And then people will say it. So I'm just like, whatever.
0: That's why I get confused because the bitch says her name is Jamila. Then she says it's Jamila. Then she says Mila. So then when I'm writing descriptions, I'm like, well, who are
1: you today? Which who are you today? But you know
2: what i so- never- Huh? Yeah, okay. See it? Cool. Gonna say it. We're going to say?
1: No, I was saying someone told me once don't ever let anybody half ask your name. And ever since then, it's been fucking haunting me ever since. <laughs>
2: I had a moment like that too and like because everyone growing up always said Jamila unless maybe there was a Camilla around you know mm-hmm. like that would maybe throw things off but then when I got to I went to school on the East Coast and from there everybody was like Jamila Jamila and I think it's because there's a lot of Muslim women you know and they You went to
0: Howard right?
2: I went to Howard yeah So
0: my brother is well he's
1: in Howard well he was at Howard but now It's over. (laughs) Jamila, I feel like we're like spirit animals. I told Erica, I was like, um, her birthday is exactly 30 days after mine. We're one month apart. She's on the cusp, she's July 22nd. And then you had a blog called uh, The Beautiful Struggle.
2: I did, The Beautiful Struggler. So so
1: my middle name is Asada, which means she who struggles. And you know, Jamila means beautiful. I'm like, we're connected. I don't know
2: how, but we are. (laughs) I love that. I like, I'm so obsessed with you all. Like, and just get this out the way now. because we're, we're close in age right like you all are 32 um soon to be 32 I'm 35 so it's like I'll be 36 this year I don't know I feel like if I can't have a party or celebrate outdoors then I don't have to add another year I'm just gonna be the age I am now until we I like out. that I think I like that
0: yeah. I think I'm gonna go with that I agree I I honestly forgot how old I was I asked Shamila how old I was the other day she's like I am I 32 I'm like no I was like am I 31 she's like no bitch you're 32 I was like
1: what
2: yeah. but like it doesn't count anymore whatever but but just even with that small age gap between us, like when I started writing and doing media stuff and you know, like I was an editor, I was a magazine editor for like five years. I was at a digital media company as an exec for two years. I started out my career as a blogger. So I've been doing this, you know, since I was in my you know, early mid twenties or whatever. I could not be public about smoking weed, you know, and work for a brand.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, right, like right,
2: right. especially after I had my child like and I started my career as a personal blogger So I talked about sex and boys and I would allude to weed but even then like I wanted to get hired by an essence I wanted to be able to write for like a glamour and like I'll never forget. There was this um, y'all remember Jezebel right? Yeah. The book mm-hmm. Jezebel? The magazine. I mean Jezebel still exists. I didn't mean to say it like that, but you know like yeah when magazines different. were printed Right when magazines were printed, and the blogs were still like kind of a novel thing, you know Jezebel was this huge you know platform, and they had this uh series called Pot Psychology and it was a right a white guy named Rich uh Juswiak and a woman, Tracy, I can't think of her last name, and he was queer, she was you know his best friend, and they would get high and answer reader, let you know do um like advice but do it while they were stoned so the advice would be good but it was still you know what i'm saying more entertaining because these people are high. high yeah and i'm like they're writers in new york pursuing you know what i'm saying like in the same field as me and they're openly talking about getting high and i and, and in addition to talking a lot about their sex lives you know like they're in like specific details and things and i'm like as a black woman, as somebody who was always like radical and free and feminist and sex positive, like none of this shit is new to me, but there was still a level of kind of discretion that you still, even with being like the, yes, I'm the one who's fucking, yes, I'm the one who, you know, and I went here and I, like, I've got this stuff associated with me, but I'm my whole free black ass self. I've always been that way. But to be public about all of it, you know what I mean? was just something like, I go through Instagram I'm just like, all these black girl weed account, you know what I mean? It's just like, we're selling t-shirts. Where Can I tell you how fucking lonely it was at Howard? <laughs> Me, the bitch who smoked weed. Like, it wasn't that I was lonely because I had the other weed smokers, but- Right, it just, but you had to be
0: so careful. You couldn't just be like, oh, girl, girl, I was smoking last week and we were talking about, you know, whatever it was. Maybe it was a really, probably like some deep ass shit.
2: Yeah, it's you like know? you had you had to know who you could do, that, who you, you could right. fully be yourself with and you had to be discreet in certain circles. And I wasn't super good at doing, you know, being discreet. And it definitely, you know, changed some things for me. Um, and I'm super happy with everything that I, I've been able to do. And I'm happy that I can, like, be my fuller self now. Mm-hmm. As, you know, we're all public figures, right? Everybody, if you have a social media account, you post pictures of your kids and talk about your life, you're a public figure of some, you know, start, but to be able to like, I'm like, I'm smoking on a podcast and my mom will probably see this and I don't see <laughs> her because she smokes weed too. And we can talk about that and everything is so different than it was. Like, it's so anyway, you all represent that. Like, that's the thing, I think for me, what was still missing and the thing I've been trying to, the work that brought me out here is like, I've yet to see the content that connects what's happening with black millennial women. Like, here's how we move, we smoke, we fuck, we change our hair up a lot. Like. You see that reflected in insecurity, you know what I mean? Like we're right. not seeing, you see us being boss bitches and trying to work and create businesses and being creative and, and having mental health issues and all these different things, but we're still not seeing the connection of that in single motherhood. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, we're still, when we're talking about moms, we're typically talking about middle-aged black women, you know, like maybe in their forties or you're talking about super young girls that are in a, you know, a uniquely challenging situation. And there's always some kind of deficit model. You know, they're sad. There must be, you know, they want to get back together with this guy or he's just a Debbie. He's not around. Right. Know, right. Never, right. Like,
0: it's and never the, a full, it's there's never, always tragedy. It's never stories. a full life. It's you're never living a full, living a full life. It's, you're right. It's like a deficit model. That's a really good way to say yeah, it. Yeah.
2: Single black motherhood is presented that way overall I yeah. think
1: in society. Yeah.
2: So, and I feel so I feel like that's my, my new, you know, purpose professionally and, and spiritually in certain ways to like change that narrative. And like, I hate when people talk, you know, people always talk about narrative shifts, like they say we need to change the image of the Black father. I'm like, well, we also need to talk about the Black fathers that aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Like, we're not going to shortchange the women and children that are impacted by that to make things look better. Right, but right. When it comes to sandwich- you, have, it's,
1: you
0: have to talk about both. You, you can't just both. focus. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, don't, you don't solve the problem by just putting a band over it right. and only praising the people that are doing that, what they're supposed yeah. to be doing. You know, we have, to hold, we have to hold our people accountable too. You know, like even today, like I was looking on um, Sean King's Instagram and, you know, people have been during, during this quarantine, people, like lately, in, like Atlanta, there was a, having a whole ass party like Chicago it was Chicago and Atlanta they had a block party in Atlanta a whole yeah. ass party called like a thousand like 500 people really? in a room really and I like and indoors do,
2: when do parties and, usually have a thousand people period I'm like right oh, like what party is this are...
0: a and people. no one is someone had a mask on like right here I was like what's the point And she was and, in the
2: middle of this shit too right and so
0: and <laughs> yeah, and Sean posted and was like My like my people what are you doing you know what I mean it's like I, and I was like, "Yeah, what are you doing? We ha- like we have to hold each other accountable too, you know, and in all in all aspects, parenthood, just blackness in general, you know." But um, well, I'm glad you feel comfortable smoking with us. I'm glad you you know you you came and rolled up at our little roll up uh, 420 party. Zoom party we had, which was really cool. We got to do that again. We got to get our internets together first, right? It was a
2: long struggle. <laughs> Everybody's internet's fucked up because we all. How many people are, are on, on it. it? Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. It's, I, I always tell Erica that um, we're like we're leading a revolution <laughs> you know you got to rewrite like how, how you're seen and what's seen so i think you know it's super important even though it's kind of scary because you're right there's all i'm always wondering like am i gonna want to marry a politician and then all my nudes yeah. and pot smoking and <laughs> terrible stories are gonna come to haunt me you know like so i'm gonna i don't tweet but if i could like i'm gonna pull up that
2: time or was like white bitches you know <laughs> like, <laughs> she's a racist you'll go through and have a delete session for some of your old tweets that's one important thing to do but i'll say again that little gap in between us so that was me like and we but we all i think we all had our children around 28 right yeah. yeah okay so like there was that gap of like okay i've already got the scarlet baby mama on my chest you know like it's bad enough that was the thing i operated from like it's bad enough i'm already a single mother so i have to make sure i'm on point with this and my career shit and how i look i couldn't i had to lose the weight right away i had to like you know, I mean, it's gratifying to go back to reunions and stuff and be like, damn, all these other people have put on weight and you look better than you did in school or you had a kid and, you know, she hasn't. Why haven't you fallen off? I'm like, because I feel like I couldn't. <laughs> right. Bad enough. I wasn't allowed right. to. Right. I didn't right. know I was allowed to. No. I couldn't be like, look what happens. Look what happens. You know? And so, but I would think like, yeah, if I wanted to, I couldn't date somebody who had political aspirations. I realized that, you know, okay. unless, <laughs> Me unless he's fully prepared to be like, I'm the candidate who's running on fuck." Uh, what do the fuck you want because right. like, a woman because she was a wild girl and I'm aware of all of it and you can't surprise me mm-hmm. you know like aside from that like they're just certain and not just political aspirations there are men in other fields other parts of the industry I'm like would this be the best for you would this be the best for me you know um it's, but, re- it's re- realistic. realistic it's realistic but I think even with that what I've come to realize i just how I turn the volume down on certain things like there are people who are like y'all didn't know you smoked weed we could have been lighting up and I'm like I would look at me and think I smoked weed, but I guess not everybody grew up around like black bohemian perky folks either. You know, we have these little narrow boxes that our pie is supposed to look like she plays DMX in the car. Or <laughs> right. Nice, but you don't know how to recognize the shit in the middle, you know? But anyway. I mean, yeah. You know, like just not being whole, fully myself about some of these things, I'm like, well i'm 35 i haven't met the politician that i wanted to change for that i want to not have to know those things about yet you know like i want the person who isn't fucking with me like in spite of you know like it has to be like because of like right right, right. I right. Want you because
1: you are all of these things right. and all of these things make you you and i see that and i love all those parts about you
2: yeah including nice.
1: motherhood,
2: including motherhood. Right. i think that's something i feel like i always like and I tell this to everybody. I'm sure most women who are in this situation do too. As soon as I meet a new person and tell them I'm a single mother, I immediately want to make sure they know that my ex and I have a great co-parenting relationship. He's fully active. We've never been to court. You know, we actually have and then with men, I always want to emphasize the joint that we have 50-50 custody, you know, because of one, I want you to know that I have time to date. Like I don't want you to think that, you know, or that I'm going to be, you know, that Couple months, Twitter will debate like if you take a single mom on a date, should you pay for babysitting? I'm like, I've never we heard. Just, we literally just, I literally about just this. had this
0: conversation She's, today,
2: like five minutes ago. <laughs> such a fascinating, I'm dying to hear what you all think about it because it's such a fascinating concept that I, never I wouldn't, my, I don't
0: think it needs to happen all the time. It's never happened for me, but if it did, I would be, I might cry.
2: I might be like, <laughs> it's, it's a hell of a gesture. I think, like hell of a gesture. I mean, I can do it. I
0: always figure it out anyway. And half the time, I'm not paying someone to watch her anyway. i
2: never, yeah. But no.
0: like, just the thought of, this the thought would be nice, you know? But like, it's also not necessary. You know, if yeah. you're showing up for me in other ways that are, you know, I don't, I can handle that. But yeah. but I, I understand that too, is like, also the feeling like you have to explain yourself first too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and I think- like don't worry, I have time for you. Don't worry, like, she has a dad. Yeah. Don't worry, like... You know, she's cool. I mean, but obviously, like, for me, my ideal, you know, relationship or person who walks into my life is going to love my child, you know, and that takes time, though, but like, it's going to love my child like their own. Yeah. And, you know, we were reading um an article that you were, that you wrote in or you were interviewed in and you were saying how, like, you could because you are you are in a great co-parenting situation, which I think, you know, these, it's not always the case. I mean, there's are a lot of situations like yours. I think we just don't overhear those. You know what yeah. I mean? I have moments of great moment I have a good moments <laughs> it's not sustainable yeah, moments, right. I need to actually pick your brain and figure out what the fuck is oh, going on over here but um but I think uh
1: wait where am I going train of thought just lost <laughs>
0: um
1: I think it's, it's also important just hearing your perspective and your experience in co-parenting because that's another narrative like I'm, like the term baby mama drama exists because there's this thought that like baby mamas bring all this drama, and kids bring all this drama, and co-parenting brings all this drama. And that's particularly like in the black community. And that's also attached to that stigma that, you know, like there's so many parts about it that like going into single motherhood as a black woman is like doomed, like it's doomed, like just like, no, I have
0: baggage. And throw in that you enjoy your life. Like you smoke weed and you do all those things. Like, oh my God, is she okay? She can't be okay. There's something going on over there. Like it's true, you know, I recently I don't have you watched the show Black as Fuck? Have you been watching that show at all? I haven't
2: watched I'm planning to watch it. I'm very curious. I've read all the reviews, I've talked to a few people. I like the folks who are involved in making it. I mm-hmm. think I understand the critique, but I've talked to folks that are like, the critique is valid and the show is good. And so that's kind of what I'm hoping to experience when yeah,
0: I, I didn't even I I just watched it without reading anything about it. And I really enjoyed it. But specifically there's this one scene and it's not gonna give anything away or whatever, but There's a scene where, like, he does, him and his wife, they do Molly. They haven't done Molly in, like, years. They go to this party. They're, like, pumped up. They're excited. They run into their child at the party. She has possibly had smoked weed, and they confront each other, and they're both high at a party, right? And it's fucking hilarious. But we've never been able to do that and not look like, Are they crackheads?
1: Not crackheads.
0: No, for real. Like, it'd be a negative. This was actually, like, white people do this shit all the time. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they're allowed to do funny, bad, have funny bad choice moments. Right. Whereas a lot of our funny bad choice moments are not, they
2: don't, they don't translate that way. They don't translate that way. And mine are funny as hell. Right.
0: That's what we realized, too. Shit. (laughs) Pretty funny.
2: And I've been writing them down for years, you know, and like i um i so i moved out of here because i'm writing a pilot script and it's loosely based on um my life so oh so no thank you my friend called it something funny as fuck last night i can't remember what it was but um but it 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 would be more similar to a black as fuck than a, a blackish if you will um because it, it it's made for grown-ups it's not one of those we're gonna all watch this together as a family and, <laughs> um a slightly internet famous and the characters uh the Jamila character is better she her name isn't Jamila but she's better known uh, than I am but you know having this pub, like people paying attention to shit that you're saying and doing but still not being like fully all the way on or having figured out what you want to do professionally so it's like okay I've got this bit of attention I've got some access some cool shit has happened have fans and now what you know and trying mm-hmm. to figure that out and being you know first generation college graduate and Dealing with family that does not 100% understand like what co parenting is because I don't know, like, if you all have boomer parents, my dad's been great, but my mom, like, there are times where she's just it, it took a while for her to adjust to how much time my daughter spends with her father. Mm-hmm. You know, it was as if I was like, out, like, I'm just out. Like, you weren't doing, you were doing, doing your job, job. yeah, you know, my job, you know, and I was like, well, he's her dad, you know, and when we shifted mm-hmm. to fit, we finally got to a point where because you know, she called me and be like, Where's the baby? You know, and I say, oh, she just stepped out. She went to a bodega to get some new clothes. You know, like, <laughs> you know, the same way when you people right. at a party and be like, "Where's the, oh, where's the baby?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I just dropped
1: on the side right. of the road." I, I, you know oh, what? That is so true. I fucking hate when people. I mean, like, I get it. that We're attached, but like, duh. Like, and I've had people ask me in a way, like, yeah, where's the baby? Like, as if I'm fucking left her somewhere. Like, what's right. she? I, I don't know actually <laughs> no i don't proof. know no
2: clue she's somewhere i mean <laughs> you weren't gonna keep her were you like why are you asking oh i thought she me? was with you wait
1: <laughs> should she be here at this adult party i don't know <laughs> I don't get it. yeah i know it's just well i think
0: that's just the narrative of just motherhood in general i think is that women are we're supposed to take on this huger bigger role and that's normal
2: Absolutely. yes no one would act like a single dad or a married dad does not get asked and i've confirmed even already <laughs> if i knew they may <laughs> ask where's the baby right. they may get housed, how's the baby you know right. and, I, and and i have people say like when we say that we're really just trying to ask you how she is because we know how close you are i'm like we'll just say how is she and also yeah. maybe not walk up to me while i'm dancing with some nigga i just met five minutes ago talking about where's the baby the baby right like i didn't
1: even get there yet you need to calm the fuck down right yeah
2: that's the thing by the way that's the thing that women do intentionally i don't give a fuck that's just not an accident like the number of times that i've been out with in proximity to a man and they may or may not have known my relationship to that man and the how's the baby question just hasn't come up
0: (laughs) oh my god we're naming this we're naming this episode how's the baby how's the baby (laughs) baby?
1: where's the baby And,
0: and nine times out of ten it's usually i mean it doesn't have to be actually i've had it both women that either don't have kids for the most part yeah. Or sometimes it is even a woman who has kids because she's like, Well I know where mine's at. Where's yours? Right. Or, or he don't even know you don't like even know husband. her from a can of paint, so it doesn't matter. But now he knows I have a kid and I would. what and also
1: what? Yeah, it does irk the shit out of me. With the dad, duh. <laughs> yeah. And my mom's trying to do that to me before too, like yeah, as if I'm just dropping her off around town <laughs> to just run the streets. Like I don't deserve to have a break too. Like we didn't go half on this shit. <laughs> So
2: not, even us being away from our kids is considered a break as opposed to like it's your turn it's their turn right
1: right, right. Br- right. <laughs> or, or, or like they'll call you you're right. so right you're so right they'll call you like oh well so-and-so's crying for you okay well it's still your time <laughs> i don't know oh my god that's nuts- yeah no okay well, console her, <laughs> call me back, let me know how it's going, <laughs> click. Like, this. that's not me, I'm gonna swoop up and pick her up. And sometimes I do because I give into that guilt, knowing it's manipulation, knowing it's bullshit. And you know, like, it's just- You gotta push funny. past
2: that. You have to push past that, I'm telling you. Like I'll be, that's one thing I didn't have to, I haven't really had to deal with at all, with uh, Naeem is that when one of us calls the other, like she's crying for you or she's upset or it's like, something's going on, I need to bring you in, you know? And in fact, we didn't do that for a long time. We were kind of siloed and we've become more collaborative, but like, and sometimes there are moments where one of the, one of us needs a break, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. typically it's more likely to be me because you know, I'm the one who's single, he's married. Um, But there have been times that he called me maybe in the car with her on the way from school, you know? And I could tell he was just at his wit's end and just needed somebody to tap him out and I ask for her. And I've done that, you know, the other night she was complaining about stomachache and she was freaking me out. And I was like, does she have coronavirus? And oh, like, no. Cause it was so much, well, you know, baby. Doing a lot. And I was, you know, and I had him speak to her on the phone for a few minutes and like, he got to talking and she fell asleep. It was great, <laughs> you know, like That's beautiful. It was, it was good. beautiful, but you, but you have to make sure that your, your co-parent knows that like, this is a, but this is an important button. You know what I mean? When you're tapping me in, like our kids should know that, should notice that too. Like, Oh shit. He called mom. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I'm saying it can't just be like, mommy's going to give me the comfort I need. So I'm going to, you know, make sure I annoy him enough that he wants to have her do it. Right. Right. No, It takes time. We're we're doing shit that we've never seen people do publicly.
0: It's true. People don't, there's, there's There's, usually no guide to co-parenting. There's no like, no, there's just not, and especially because every situation is so unique too, you know? Yeah. like, Jamila and I have like, we've been single for what, two, three years? Two and a half, you've been long, single longer than I have. I've been like almost two and a half years and like oof, code parenting has been like a roller coaster, you know? Yeah. Um, and reading about your situation, it does give me hope. Also, but I also think about too, like the introduction of another partner too. Like I've never really introduced a partner to my daughter he hasn't introduced a partner, and like I think about like you you're, you know in your situation he's remarried I, when I was reading the article, you guys have a great relationship like and that's I mean obviously that's that's the ideal ideal situation, situation right you know yeah. but how long did it take you to
2: get there? well, so we had a very unique journey I think it's unique not in how it started but kind of where it is now um my ex and I found out that we were pregnant right after we broke up mm-hmm. So I took it as a sign from God we're supposed to get back together. You know, I wanted to get back together. He didn't. And he was like, if we already get back together, it needs to happen organically, not because of the baby, but I'll take care of the baby. I'll be your friend, you know. And so I had this really fucked up pregnancy. And during that time, he's in a new long distance relationship with somebody he connected with, reconnected with from uh, where he went to school. And they got engaged while I was pregnant. Unbeknownst to me, mm. um, I knew that there was, you know, he was seeing somebody and I had a some girl who like, I mean, I, I need to write this at some point. I've been waiting for like a, till I'm like 60 and married and I have, you know what I mean? Like I didn't want to tell all this stuff, but like, I mean, I've talked about you know the highlights. Well, like there was a girl um, who I think, who I, I believe it was the girl who had a crush on him, who would like, and they worked together and I knew her casually. She would like send me text messages and emails like saying things about him and this woman he was dating. Like she was trying to upset me. It was some real crazy shit to do to a pregnant woman. You right. know? And I'ma tell her, I'll say if she happens to be watching, like every time I see you, I might still beat your ass. I haven't decided <laughs> yet. You know,
0: I would not you. Sometimes
2: you, know. you gotta send a message. <laughs> I like it's weird, it's like she got new and like she. People um, are like, so strange. strange. She, like strange. anyway, but like that was my pregnancy. Right. You know, I gained like eighty-five pounds. Like Bro,
0: seventy. I, hey.
2: Like,
0: that was hard, right, on the hard. body?
2: Shit, hard, hard. <laughs> And like, I didn't find out, you know, they were engaged until right before my first mother's day. I'd had my baby March 29th, so it was not, you know, it was not easy, but one thing that somehow through all the crying and the arguing and stuff, we had like our last argument, like right when I found out he was getting married. I mean, yeah. And then there was maybe a one time, like a month or so after that he came by and, you know, he pissed me off because he hadn't been texting me back. He had the baby and he was bringing her back. And he was, you know, was texting and he wasn't responding when he came. And he finally brought her back. He was super chill about it, like, oh, my bad. I didn't have my phone in front of me. And I'm just sitting here like, I'd let you take a, my baby knowing that you are about to, you know, and that was the moment I was like, ah, You know, and I went off one last time. <laughs> like, haven't I exchange haven't just- any crosswords since then. Like, we've just, we put all our shit to the side. You know, I think that's what it has. Sometimes it's just a switch. It's the switch. You know, sometimes it's just like I can't, I won't, I won't. I was hurt, I was mad, but I'm like ultimately, one, it did make me fall out of love with him. You know, because the dream was over. I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't want this person Mm -hmm. who did this, and obviously he doesn't want me. So what's the investment in being? You know, I may be hurt, I may be upset. I don't have to like you. I don't have to be your friend. But what's the investment? me being vitriolic or trying to take it out on you in some way i need you i need you to be a great dad i need you to be you know in the most selfish of ways aside from like my daughter needs you our daughter needs you like i need to have a life i need to work i need to date you know i, I need to know that you're going to take care of your financial responsibilities i've never felt anything that implied you wouldn't and so antagonizing you is not you know at best maybe i'll push you into being one of those fuckboy dads at worst you might try to take the baby right you know like why would excuse me why would i do that to any of us like that's not the penalty for breaking my heart right you know um and i had some accountability too i'm not going to just say this like i was just perfect and he was just a monster but um you know but ultimately he was on chose to not you know get back together so like that was his decision and that did break my heart but like I broke his heart in certain ways, too. And either way, I wasn't going to break my child's heart and I wasn't going to punish myself because a relationship didn't work out.
0: It just isn't it funny, like it's for me, like being able to switch that like that narrative in your head, like what you just said, is just so important, like, I need you. Like, I need you to be able to like support me <laughs> so I can have a life, like you said, and support my kid. And like, oftentimes I think parents who are more in love and our, our relationship ends, we're expected to just automatically put this kid first And we've never even done that. We're still learning how to do that. And so it takes a while to untangle your feelings, even though you know they're not healthy for your child, your situation. Like, we're just automatically supposed to, like, be like, oh, okay, it's the kid's best interest now. So, no, like, but you do get to that point. You know what I mean? If you allow yourself, you do. And sometimes it takes them doing something so final. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've had a situation myself, and the reason why me and my ex are not together is because it was really a final situation. Like, there was, like... I could no longer respect myself had I stayed my child. Like I was, it was a matter of like, would she, what would I, you know what I mean? What would I yeah. tell her? It's yeah. like, I had to have some self-respect low key. <laughs> Cause I hadn't been respecting myself. Mm. You know, I had, I had, I hadn't. Um, and sometimes it's like, it's like, it's like an addict too. You got to hit rock bottom and shit. And then you start to have these realizations like, you know what? Okay. Now I can move forward and I'm already on that. We've been on that move forward train. Now it's just kind of like untangling, relearning our, like who we are is we're such different people too. Like just the way we communicate, even outside of love, outside of love, I love him forever, but you know, outside of that type of love, we just.
2: And that takes time, that takes time. And you said you've only been broken up for three years.
0: Yeah, it's been like three years. And I mean, I love him, I love him dearly. I love him so much and you know, he knows me better than anyone, you know, but it's like, yeah, it just takes time. I think I automatically find, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be like Demi Moore. We're going to be fine. We're just going to get through this. It's going to be totally fine. No, it's not.
1: It's it's also like about managing your feelings. Like I'm not good at that. (laughs) Like, Like I am, like I can process things rationally, but like you said, when your feelings are involved, you have to really like say, fuck that I'm hurt but I I can't project that hurt onto my child. You know what I'm saying? Like Erica's really good at that. Her cutoff game is strong, you know? But like, for me, I'm like, oh my God, how could you say this to me? Fuck you. And then I'm like, fuck, I'm cussing out, cussing you out in front of my kid. And she's saying things that I've seen, which is a part of the reason probably that I'm, I'm in this cycle to begin with, because this is my, what I've seen, how my parents express themselves to, you know, to eat one another. And then, you know, then I'm like, fuck it. I'm traumatizing my child in the process. And, and, and of course I know that, but wait, hold on. What the fuck? Happened? Did something fuck up? <gasps> what?
0: was recording the audio that whole time. It's okay. It's recording on here.
1: Okay. But fuck, sorry. <laughs>
0: Um, (laughs) i hate technology honestly
1: um but when you don't have a model of what that looks like managing your feelings and managing your hurt for the protection of your child because i've done you know i've argued and i've fought and like and i know that's gonna leave some shit you know and i and i feel guilty about that but there's also like you said a moment when you're just like i'm not going to engage anymore i'm not going to let that ultimately like fucking impact my child in a negative way
2: -hmm. yeah i mean it's and again i think that's why it's so important that we live you know if you're gonna live your life in public in any capacity whether it's having a podcast or just you know folks that are just simply quote-unquote instagram influencers or writers or whoever that we talk about this stuff you know because you really they it's, it's cliche but you can't see what you can't be and i think I know my situation is unique because I've been a single mother my entire motherhood life. So I also had to figure things out a lot sooner than most people did. Or I have, I've had more time than somebody who has a seven year old and Mm -hmm. has only been a single parent for four years. Right. But at the same time, it's like, I think we just have to show each other, like, you know, and I had like, don't be like, be super clear. It hasn't been an easy ride for me just because it's been easy with the ex. You know, like I have other challenges that made, you know, motherhood or single motherhood like uniquely difficult for me, like every other, you know, mom has. But I think my commitment to creating as much peace for us as possible, you know, is really like, I think that even if you don't have that final event, because that can be hard, like any kind of breakup, you know, whether there's a child or not, if you don't have like a final event, that kind of like just makes it. That shit is even harder. You know, it's hard when it's just kind of like, well, we just don't want to do this anymore. I'm just not happy anymore, you know, or or you're not happy anymore. I'm trying to make you happy and I can't. I just have to figure out how to, you know, to, to part ways with this. But like, no matter whether there was a big final event, whether the whole relationship was a series of terrible events, or, you know, if you just had your heart broken kind of unexpectedly, just knowing what your motherhood life can look like if you get along with that person versus if you're constantly at odds with them. So like the instant gratification, that you might get from that insult, for that curse out, for that he mad now, or I did, you know, I got him. It's like it's nothing compared to being face down, ass up on a random Tuesday night, living your life because you know that your child is safely with their other parent. Right. You know what I mean, and, and knowing you can do that mm-hmm. as often as you, you know you can do that every tuesday that can just be part of your schedule or you can be gone for a week or you could say i'm taking the baby for 10 days and we're not fighting because that's taking away some of your days because we have a good thing going you know
0: right i think it's also trusting the the other person too though like are you bathing her <laughs> has she brushed her teeth <laughs> yeah. sometimes
1: that partner will take the baby but that doesn't mean your she- <laughs> your
0: stress is just relieved you yeah. know
1: but there, there comes a part of that, too. Like, you have to release some of it. I mean, obviously, it depends on your situation and the person, right. how much you trust them. But yeah. you have to relinquish some of that power so that, like, my biggest thing is, like, you going to learn today. You know what I mean? People are always like, I take little Jojo Monday through Friday, and the dad gets him every other weekend. Nah, bruh. Figure right. it the fuck out. And it, like, well, we may have to have these coaching sessions where I'm like, this is important. Are you doing this? Is she on fucking YouTube all day? Is she watching movies all day? What did you do today? Right. I'm going to practice with you, but that does not, ex- like, like is she eating vegetables? Like, it doesn't excuse your, like y- me getting her 80% of the time. And no, I don't feel guilty about that. I felt, I, like, even from the beginning, from, like, birth, here, do skin to skin. Here, take that baby. Here's some bottles. Because this, I want you to know this is a joint situation. And mm-hmm. as much as I don't like you as a person, like, I love you, and we made this child together. And at the very least, I trust that you're going to be a good dad you know you have to have that or else you'll imprison yourself you won't be doing shit just because
2: you won't let relinquish a little bit of power yeah and i think it also just the way a 80 20 situation and that's not you know there are some families where that makes sense maybe one parent lives in a good school district and the other one doesn't so it's like we can only do weekend you know what i mean like maybe Parent works a certain job, and this is the only way you all can make it work. That's different, but like for families where it's like, you no, know, we could have even if you don't do 50 50, maybe it we're 70 30, maybe it's 60 40. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there were a more equitable division of that time, just consider like if the only time I see you is on the weekends, we're going to do some fun, we're probably gonna do some fun shit, you know what I mean? Like, unless right. you're just gonna make me sit around the house, so like maybe we're going to the movies, maybe we're going to the park, maybe you're taking me to buy a toy, whatever it is. like. That's different than my mama who has to get me up for six, school at 6 in the morning, who's yelling at me about my homework. So you become Disney dad.
1: Right. right.
2: You know, like, that's not fair. You got to deal with some You yeah. know, dads need to see you when you're not cute and adorable and just showed up with two little pigtails ready for fun. Right. Right. You need day-to-day
1: <laughs> shit. You need to know what that entails because this is also your child. You need to be a part of that process. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I recommend my co-parenting schedule. If <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> she does have How do a she has a foolproof co-parenting schedule my name is Mila and this is my co-parenting schedule okay Monday and Tuesday one parent has them and then Wednesday and Thursday the other one and then Friday Saturday Sunday the other one and then you alternate so each person gets a three-day weekend you each get it during every other week it flip-flops so it's equal sometimes you have them most of the week sometimes you only have them two days but guess what it's still equal
2: That's pretty similar to ours. That is a good one. The only difference is that usually I try to have at least one weekend day, you know what I mean? Like I do it to myself. Um, I mean, I think now it'd be a lot like, actually, that's what we're doing this coming week is, is you all schedule. But like, I like that. That's how we do things too. Like I usually need, like, it used to be, she was with dad when she was a baby, it was, um, Thursdays and Saturdays and then an additional day as needed. So like, Thursday, it was usually like after work or whatever. And then Saturday could be Saturday morning, you know, and then he'd have her most of the weekend. It could be Saturday evening right. and she'd be Sunday. You know what I mean? Like we had some flexibility around it, but like now it's, you know, like she's, she comes back tomorrow and then she leaves again on Thursday. I think she comes back on, I don't know. But well, I like your schedule. Every two or three days rotating is great
1: yeah because then it goes both ways how i know you guys decided wait, 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 i'm sorry irie my daughter
0: do- my daughter's about to do piano class can we pause for one second so i can just put my phone over there for her yeah
1: i can't okay should we bad. push pause yeah
0: do you mind sorry sorry jamila it's okay what does your daughter do piano class on my phone oh. zoom oh. i just need to go set her up really fast
1: oh. tell linda to watch that zoom <laughs> she needs to learn piano by way of irie's zoom class
0: About that, you guys. My daughter has is in piano class. It's the only like motherly thing I'm probably going to do this week, as far as education goes. <laughs> so I've basically it's summer break. So summer is in, guys. It is. It's an extended summer. It's already summer break. So this is her lesson of the day. It's very important that she does it. <laughs> um, but uh, we, so anyway, we, I, we, I know we we're talking about co-parenting. Stuff. So you you actually moved across the country with um your daughter's father right to kind of move here together
2: yeah, yeah we were all living in brooklyn and that's i had been there for 12 years i think he'd been there for 10 and his wife had been there um our daughter's whole life <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so everybody was kind of tired of it i love brooklyn i missed terribly i feel awful watching what's going on you know right now there especially but um I felt like I just gotten kind of stagnant creatively. Um, I've been, like I said, worked in corporate media in a full-time capacity for like seven years. And then I um, got an opportunity to leave and decided that I was gonna be full-time freelance and do consulting. So I've done like communication strategy. I've worked for a political campaign. I've worked for a nonprofit. Um, And I have a column and a podcast with Slate where I do parenting. And I've written some um, some articles and, you know, I've done panels and speaking engagements here and there, but I really didn't want to be changed to an office again. And part of that is because I felt like the better my job got on paper, the less I created, you know, like I never wanted to be an executive. I always wanted to be a content creator and sure, I wanted to be a well-paid one, you know, or a successful one, but I wanted to do meaningful work and I wanted to create. And so... I needed to get back to that. And I'd had this idea to write a feature length film that was le- uh, loosely based on my experiences in co-parenting and dating and working and balancing all these things at once. And through a series of conversations with folks who work in the industry, you know, the feedback I got was like, that's not a movie, that's a series, you know, you should write that. And so I've been working on a pilot script for a couple of years. It's, it's a thing that takes a lot of nurturing and a lot of, you know, uh, revisions and reviews and rejections before you know if i, I i'm blessed to see it uh, come into fruition it would and we've been you know my, my co-parents and i have been talking about like yo if you want to leave new york where might you go and we threw a few places out there and i had kind of decided that i really wanted to pursue television writing um and so i suggested oakland thinking it would be like a good compromise because i didn't necessarily know they would go for for la and my daughter's stepmom, you know, came back to me and she was like, well, you know, I've been crunching some numbers and I think L.A. would actually be a bit more affordable and would we'll kind of offer what we're looking for. And that Oakland would be so much more like, you know, what I mean, like, it'd be like going to Brooklyn on the West Coast, um, coming up against some of the same issues and things that we're just tired of. So... Let's go out to L.A. and have some beaches and some air and some, you know, well, some some terrible air, but air that you can at least go outside in Well, the air is great it,
0: now. It's wonderful now. It's
2: great now, you know, but it's 60 degree air in January as opposed to, you know, negative 20. Um, and so we we did a joint relocation. They came in October of last year. I'm sorry. They came in July of last year. And um I was back and forth between then and uh, October. I got here for good, and we live about ten minutes away from each other. We each live about fifteen minutes from our daughter's school, and it's worked That's out. Amazing! That is amazing. That is
1: amazing. I wish to be
0: like you one day. How yeah. was your daughter's transition for coming from you know leaving New York? I mean, I'm sure she had her friends, her school, there. And- <laughs> That's something we've never really talked about is like relocating with a, know, child. with a yeah. child, like
1: especially when that's able to express themselves. And
0: I feel like New New York New Yorkers, are,
2: New York kids are different than L.A. kids, you know, they're, it's so different.
1: different. Wait, what's your daughter's name?
2: Naima. Naima? Yeah, Naima. Naima. Naima, like Naima is very much a New York girl and she'll tell you that in a heartbeat. And she's also, um, she's got a lot of L.A. kid in her already um like she's a she's a free spirit and she's very creative but it it's been an adjustment you know like there've been she's cried you know there've been times where she just really missed her friends and at one point she would pretend like she didn't remember something like if you mentioned a restaurant or a street she'd be like oh, i don't remember that and it took me a, a minute to figure out what she was doing i was like are you pretending like you don't remember things about brooklyn because you missed it so much and she said yeah And so we've done some FaceTime calls with a couple of her besties, particularly since the quarantine life started. And that's been really good, um, I think, for her spirit. But she misses it. But it's been, for the most part, a good transition. You know, I mean, I think anyway, when you're going from, like, we can be outside a lot to we can't be outside just because it's cold. I can't even imagine. My heart goes out to every parent in New York right now because... Yeah,
0: all over the United States because, shit, I mean, L.A., we have some special... (laughs) We have some special circumstances we do. here. We really
1: like, do. It's definitely different. Um, you know, I like that you talk about that because I have an I've one of my best friends, she moves around a lot, she's a single mom, she has three daughters, and she's like I've known her live in like four states in the last ten years, like Brooklyn, Atlanta, Hawaii, oh. Northern California. And you know, like I see a lot of moms not move, not say, Oh I, you know, like, you know, when you're single, it's much easier to be like, fuck it, I'm packing up, I'm leaving. But when you yeah. have kids, a lot of times people like make the decision to just stay put. And sometimes you don't have a co-parenting situation that allows that, you know, right. and like, yeah. which is even crazier to think that you're like having to choose, you know, relocating versus time with your kid. Yeah. But that's why I think, you know, I, I like to hear those stories because I know single moms that do it and, you know, and, and how much that's important to have the courage and to hear those stories to do that, to do what
2: you got to do and want to do too, still live your life. Yeah, I definitely felt trapped, you know, as much as I love New York, and I'm the one who, like, I, until um, coronavirus, I was going back every month, at least once or twice, you know, and that was what I wanted, like, I wanted to be as bi coastal as possible, but, like, I, um, until, you know, it took a few years for me to get comfortable enough with where we were to, like, have that conversation, because I didn't know that, you know, I was always afraid that they would want to, we're both My ex and I are from Chicago. His wife is from St. Louis. So I feared, because we weren't talking about it, that they would want to move back to the Midwest. I love the Midwest. I have no interest in moving back (laughs) like Not right now. Not at any time, you know, in the foreseeable future. And so like, but I was just kind of walking around afraid that they were going to want to move there. And they actually, he said, you know, my ex said, I kind of thought LA would be on your way. You know, I was surprised it took you as long to bring it up as it did. You know, like, I just kind of figured that was something you were going to want to do. So I think if we just part of the reason it's important to build that kind of relationship is so you can talk about these things. And it may be that like, we can't work this out, you know, like we have to stay or someone has to go and and do summers, you know, which is what some families do. But, um, but I think we have to just try to keep the lines of conversation open up so we can at least like explore as opposed to feeling like, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't switch up our schedule, I can't move, you know, because he's not gonna like it. Like, you know less about this person than you used to. You know what I mean? Like some of the assumptions you make, like when he was in a relationship with you, he might've been more, you know, less willing to concede or more willing to concede than he is now. I mean, I think everyone's a little bit different in every relationship that
0: they're they're in. You know what I mean? So, but, so you've been single, Obviously, even if you started your journey into motherhood basically as a single mother, um, how I mean, you're farther along in the single. I'm, 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 I don't know if you've had relationships throughout your journey or what, but like, what is it like dating as a single mom for you? Because for me, it's you know, it has its highs, but they're mostly just very,
2: it's just you know, we're coasting along, coasting, coasting, coasting. yeah, we are, we're coasting, um. I think hosting is a very good way to put it. There have been highs for sure. There have been some lows, but the lows haven't been low because I feel like once you've broken up with the parent. Like, of your child. There's nothing that low. Yeah. There's, there's really it's nothing right. that low. You're like, I could handle that. You're like, oh, that hurt for like two weeks. Right. I'm over it now. now as opposed point. to two years. You, you got to really break. You got to really do some foul shit to me. I hate to say that, but my threshold is very high. It's high. Yeah. It's right? high. But my bullshit threshold is low. You that's, know what I mean? that's, that's true. Like, that's I'm going to cut it off before you get there. But what it's going to take to really upset me is like, there's a pretty, you know, you got some big shoes to fill. Yeah, right. But it's been interesting. Like, I, yeah, I have one boyfriend. I guess somewhere square in the middle. I want to say we started dating in 2016, and like, we broke up early 2018. Like, and we were exclusive for a good portion of that. Um, we were long distance. He was significantly younger. Wonderful guy. Um, you know, we're still cool. But like, you and
0: Jamila are the same person.
2: I, I already came to the conclusion. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Literally,
0: you and Jamila are the same person. You know I was listening. I was like, "Wait, is Jamila?" <laughs> it is Jamila.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but he was like the first serious boy. So I guess I had my daughter in 2013. I started, you know, messing around again a little bit. I mean, before the end of 2013, but like, I think I started dating for real like 2014. You know, mm-hmm. like really it was once she was a year old. It was like okay. You know, I don't feel super crazy, like trying to actively, like I'd had sex a couple of times, but I wasn't really like dating, you know, right. and then I started dating and uh, got the apps. Definitely were helpful or have been helpful. I was hesitant at first because, like, I just remember like back in the day, it just seemed like they were for like old people. I was just gonna say ugly or older. It was very old,
1: strange white people. Yeah. Now it's like it's so normal for everybody.
2: It's Yeah, normal. they yeah. market
1: it. It's all about marketing. They
0: marketed yeah. it as this cool thing. It's essentially the same motherfucking thing.
2: The same thing, but you <laughs> know, but it also it represents our lifestyles. You know, what I mean, right. I think now we've all met a pop tart. <laughs> Right. Like, that's, why
0: it's, that's why it's good, but also it can be, it cannot, it can, There's. I feel like it's a double-edged sword because people are constantly swiping,
2: looking but let for me the say, next, next thing. I want to tell you how, yes, I totally agree with that. I think that like the availability of options, particularly for our, the men, because they we outnumber them. So the more options they have, the harder it is for us, you know, sure. either because they just have too many good options or they just feel like they need to entertain Explore. a lot of options as opposed to being like, I really like this girl. Why can't I just like her? Why do I have to think about the possibility that there's somebody better? You right. Know? Oh and my I, God, I, I that's gonna, me. And we <laughs> do that too. I was going to say, I'm definitely, I don't always do it, but like, it's rare that I don't stop in the middle of being excited and wonder, but what is it? Like, uh, uh, well,
0: I got, got here. So what else could I?
1: What else could I have? I manifested you, nigga. So that's what so else so could I manifest? And, that's and a sick cruel and
2: of a sit but, like, it's terrible. But, like, at the same time, I think also, damn, I was make a good, good point. I just thought, like, how quarantine dating has changed. Like, the swipe thing was already kind of like, yeah, it's too easy. But at the same time, when you're busy, especially, like, I have a kid. So, it's like, you get it. I have time to go out. I don't necessarily always have time to go out. And meet someone, and then my next social activity is hanging out with them. Like sometimes I need to cut to the chase because I just want to go out and do shit with my friends. Like I don't want to be out trying to meet men.
1: You right, know what right, I mean? Right. I'm out here acting <laughs> crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I want to assure that I do meet men. You know what I mean? And that I meet men I'm actually interested in or attracted to. You know, like, and it's and I'm and and being in a new city. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. I mean, you are you're new out here, girl. You fresh. Right. You fresh, fresh. 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 Right. In New York, I'm like we all ran through ran through ran through. We know each other. I, didn't, uh, and apps, oh, I know that nigga. I know that.
1: <laughs> the apps,
2: and then like the i had been in New York and single for so long. The apps were helpful because it helped me find men I didn't know or recognize. Oh my god,
0: I feel like the app, I feel like dating in New York on the apps is bad. I did not like. I know when I went, it wasn't. As I'm as in New York. I'm in be. New York all the time too, and so I'd be on there every time I went. I'd be like, no, or like. No one wants to actually I don't know, like maybe meet up or meet something? up. Yeah. yeah. Like, no I'm, one like, want
2: be, I'm like, what the
1: fuck? Do you thing? wanna hang out in New York right now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It's a mixture. It's a lot of that. But then there's some de- I've met some decent guys on there. I've definitely made some good friends. No, know? me too. I
0: have a, actually I have a friend that lives in New York that like I met on Hinge too. Yeah. But um But now I but now like I had my first virtual date last night. I thought when was it? Um it was cool, I guess, like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like anything, like how everyone's painted these virtual dates going, he did not offer me Postmates, he did not <laughs> send me a bottle of wine. Well, I um, haven't had any, I haven't had it was hands. just a good old FaceTime with a stranger, that's basically yeah. what the fuck it was. That's how weird. much
2: talking did you all do before?
0: Um, we texted for like a few days. Okay. And then he finally was like, so we were going to do this FaceTime date. And I was like, I was waiting for you to ask me on a date, you know, like yeah. you still have to ask me. nigga. <laughs> still a date. Um, no, but it was like, it was whatever. It was like a FaceTime. He looked, he looked, he didn't, he definitely did not get ready for me. He um. looked very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> little scrunch. be. And so, I don't know, I still feel like you should put in the effort on on your FaceTimes on Zoom. I want to treat it like a real day. I refuse to succumb to the idea that this is the new normal, like, I'm going to continue living life. Boy, they life. can't
1: get haircuts and shit, Erica.
0: Whatever, like, you can, like, make sure you don't Shame. have lint yeah. in your head. Like <laughs> <laughs> Not the lint. Please don't be sweating, like, can you oh, not know. sweat? Um, am just cooking apparently, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I have another one tonight. I have another one. Okay. I'm, I'm getting back into my. I'm back on Hinge, guys. Okay. Hot off.
2: Hot, hot <laughs> off
1: the press, <laughs> straight on Hinge. Got
0: it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Have you done any
2: quarantine dating, like Facetime? You said you have, right? I've done. Yeah, I've done quite a bit of it. It's been cool. It's. Like, but you know, I'll say like, I I am old fashioned, if you will. Most of the guys I've talked to, we've started on the phone before Facetime. Mm-hmm. you know because even though like oftentimes I do go straight from like tech you know from the apps texting to meeting in person without hearing their voice like actually that's usually what happens you know but like sometimes there's a phone conversation I don't know I feel like home, phone conversations like have set a good tone it's weird it's like it's something Damn, I haven't done absolutely
0: here actually but, like, I don't think I've had many phone conversations before like
2: dates on the app. Well like no, this you don't because yeah, no one I mean, calls it so weird. No one right? has phone conversations anymore. But like I prefer like before I'm gonna you know get cute and speak to, you know what I'm saying? Like I just feel like I've also met up with guys I said we we FaceTime sooner than maybe we would have had time to meet up in real life. Right. So it's like okay like at the very mm-hmm. least let me hear his voice and feel like I want to you know what I mean? Like, I, you could, we could open the shit up and like you're, you have your dick out and you're weird or some shit. It'll be a funny I story. also
0: want to see where you live. Let me see this. Where are you at? Oh my God. It's, it's actually, a, it's like a very quick. So nosy. Well, shit. It's behind like, you. You know, it kind of, what she's saying, it kind of cuts out like the, the bullshit. whole bullshit. Like, I can see what you're doing, how you live in your space, how you are in your most comfortable state. I mean, yeah. this is already somewhat uncomfortable. You're probably not married. But you're still home.
1: Yeah, well, you
2: can hide well, in the bathroom or upstairs, but <laughs> she could be in, she could be out to the store like these niggas do. Yeah. Right. Niggas will always find a way to, to lie. But um, <laughs> I mean, I've had really nice experiences. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm. Well, I'm have you broken survive.
0: quarantine for any of these quarantine days?
2: I have not. And okay. part of the reason that I haven't is that a couple of them, the ones who I've spoken to, talked to the most consistently, because there's some I've been talking to since the shit started. And then there's like always the new, you know, the new, new talent being reviewed um but like some of them are not here Mm. like you know what i mean like someone's in new york and someone is i'll just say elsewhere and so
1: you have like your locations
2: open that's not how i met so one is from here and just isn't here at the moment okay i got it and so that's why he's not nearby the other one technically isn't a like, we didn't meet from an app. We met, okay. we, like, met elsewhere on social media and just kind of crossed over into chit-chatting in that way. And then that became, you know, quarantine dating. But, like, I don't know, man. Men are having, I've been having amazing conversations. I've had two men pull out a guitar and start playing music for Whoa. me. Completely unsolicited. And they were good. Like, one was complete. I knew one was a guitarist. The other one, I had no idea that he had the talent Ooh. whatsoever. So it was, like, it was, like, <laughs> baby face pulled out the shitty battle like excuse me like, I, I, I was Teddy Riley I need to go hide in the bathroom for 20 minutes I ain't got nothing for you bro like, right right I, I have no tricks up my sleeve <laughs> get some chops <chopsticks>. up <laughs> <laughs> you know like here's a titty <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I'll save the other one for next time and <laughs> you a keyboard or something right you know but like it's just but i mean i've had really good ass conversations too so like there's been some you know some sexy stuff but there's also been like some great conversations with men it's just like my mind is blown like i've always had great male friends and i've always dated like the guys who i've dated for like the most significant amount of time like we're great conversationalists you know like i love talking to them But when you're dating casually Sometimes you just come across a lot of guys who just ain't that really, you know, interesting. And so now I feel like I'm talking to interesting men like every day. Mm-hmm. Well, you know
0: what? Maybe it's also, maybe those other guys were interesting. It's just they're at home now. They're yeah. in their most comfortable place. They have time. Have dates time. are often, dates are often like, okay, we're here. Let's, yeah. let's you know, there's yeah. like a yeah sequence of events that needs to happen, right. Dreams, possibly.
2: Food, you right. know, like everyone, you know. Yeah. making a good impression right. a moment. like the stakes are just different well
0: now. well maybe you're giving me hope but also you're a good conversationalist yourself so maybe you're just leading the conversation because I don't know I feel like I don't know I I don't have hope and I don't know <laughs>
2: I've done a lot of. I have to be the president of the conversation and activity in this relationship. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm going to make sure we do interesting things and we talk about interesting shit. Because otherwise, we'll just be like fucking sitting and here at each other, right? right. But, like. I don't know. I've been like stepping back and kind of like, let me hear some, okay. say some shit, you know, usually I step back just to hear like, okay, is this nigga going to defend R. Kelly or something like <laughs> <laughs> that. But Now I'm like, no, I'm actually listening to you talk because I care and I'm learning things. Like, I don't have to like start feminism class at mm-hmm. two o'clock in the morning. I which, do-
1: which is so important, you know, now like teach me some shit. Are you on Hinge? I'm on Hinge and Tinder. Wait, can someone explain to me what the fuck the, uh, that
0: little button is now? Is that what? so they can FaceTime you without knowing your number? What button? It's like something about like... Virtual dating? Vir- vir- they have a virtual dating switch. I is think- that to FaceTime without your number being exposed? Like, what is that? Probably. I think
2: so, but I think you all have to agree to it. I don't think they can just call you. I don't know. I, oh, I don't understand. Don't I haven't done anything. I talk to people on FaceTime and WhatsApp, like the regular... And house party, house party has a really good screen. It's super clear. Have you all, you all have been in a house party, right? Like, I was on my wait, mom's. but you
0: use it to date?
2: So I used it with a guy instead of like- Oh, we, because you guys can fun. hang out and play. It's kind of you like can, a date. You can play, it is like- a there oh, like be game. games and they have oh, yeah. games. like the games are pretty corny, but the the screen is so much better than FaceTime or like Zoom. You know, like, I've, I mean, I I've only used like FaceTime or like WhatsApp's video thing, I think or whatever, but like the screen on House Party it's like, you know, it's like you are in a room with one person, it's like you on top of them or whatever. Right. right. You, can much, you can see more of each other, it's clear. Okay. And his, like the guy who I talked to on House Party, one of the guys that had a house party, his like friend randomly barged in and we ended up having this long, funny-ass conversation. It was good no you way. meet his
1: friends and shit? Yeah, that's pretty it I was guess so it is cool. like a, a party. I just I just crashed my baby daddy's house party the other day. Oh, yeah. I was like, you could just jump in. She's like, yep, I saw he was on and slid in and said, <laughs> what did you say,
0: Erica? He was in there with some girl and I was like, hey. And he was like, oh, what? Oh, hi. Hi. And she was like, hi who are you and he was like this is my baby mama she was like oh oh i'm sorry i come in peace and i was like it's cool you can have them. and i was like bye <laughs> i
1: was like you can just jump in that's <laughs> oh,
0: i was being petty that day i, was I see really petty. i don't know i don't know what came over me I just couldn't
2: help it you're gonna <laughs> let it let it be free let it go no, let it no more he knows, pe- I'm, he knows <laughs> I'm kidding He knows.
0: i was mostly fucking with him no but you know wait
2: that's something yes yeah, you did well, I, it was dying. I guess that's a fun thing I never got to enjoy. I know some of that shit is fun.
0: No, Ooh. it's not. No, no, no one. It's Trust me, you did not miss out being petty. <laughs>
2: okay, well then don't do it. I'm like, if it's not- I know, I know, I know. I just I
0: never am. So then sometimes every now and then I get like this burst of like, oh, I'm going to like, I was like, I wasn't being petty. Really, I thought it was funny. When I got in there, I realized, oh, this probably is not funny.
1: <laughs> Nobody else thinks this is funny. I got in there. I was like, oh yeah, oh, I, didn't, is I didn't think this through. <laughs> play cool, play cool. Hey y'all. Oh,
2: admit, thank you for admitting that. Thank you for yeah, admitting that. Oh my it's god. True. You're not telling me on it. You said it's not fun. It just sounds hella awkward and uncomfortable. Wait, and then I, I did
0: feel like an asshole because when he texts me, he's like, she can. <laughs> She, Because I said, yeah, it's cool. You can have him. He's all yours. And he said, I'm all hers. I'm like, well, yeah, you are. And I was like, I didn't have to say that. Like, I really did not have to say that. That just, like, exposed me so I think, much. I think
2: it's great. It was
1: just, I mean, it, it is. I mean, I just
0: thought it was hilarious. Like, it's hilarious, but also, like, petty. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't want him to do it. I wouldn't, if the shoe was on the other foot, I would be
1: pissed.
2: <laughs> I think about that. I would be pissed. Every room you go in, because his day is coming. Right.
1: Right. He's gonna slide in your house party, bitch. Right.
0: Yeah, we're well, locking every door. No. I'm not really I don't really do that. I've been on house party a
1: little bit, but hmm? my lips are so chapped, so right. I'm dehydrated. Yeah, my mouth my mouth has been dry the whole So time. much smoking weed. Um I'm currently in like from a hinge. How's it going? It's going pretty good. It's been a <laughs> while, right? Uh I mean we think we've yeah, we've hung out like four or five times. Three, four times, yeah. We went on one date before um, quarantine, before Corona, and then we broke it, and then we've been breaking it. So it's been really fun. (laughs) It's my best Hinge review yet, honestly. This is the best time I've had with somebody I've met on Hinge. Specifically Hinge, or Tinder, something different? (laughs) No, 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 on any date, on
2: all apps. All apps across the board. Is there like a rule in place about like him not breaking it with anyone else? You not breaking it with anyone else?
1: Yeah. Oh, I just said let me know if you find yourself quarantining with somebody else, (laughs) quarantining and chilling, Mm -hmm. or something of that degree. Do you think I, he'd t- I think he'd tell you anyway. I think he would tell me. Yeah. He's very, very honest, very deep. We're having really good conversations. I mean, like, I'm going to be honest, there have been drugs involved. <laughs> but, like, it's just been really fun and deep and, like, romantic and, like, I mean, and then it's like we all, all we can do is talk. We can't go anywhere. We can order food. We can talk. <laughs> we can dance. We can talk, you know. So that's been kind of nice. We go on a walk. It's very, it's very normal.
2: How long do you all uh, like? How long do you spend over there when you go?
1: Um, so the first time we hung out in quarantine, he just we like went to lookout mountain and like chilled and talked all like for five hours. And then the second time I went to his house, I slept over, hung out the next day, left at like five. It's been like that both yeah. times, so yeah. Just chilled, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you guys are both giving me hope in dating apps. Bitch is <laughs> over it. I'm like, I don't know. I just, I, I just, I, I miss the days I do of like meeting people in real life. Like, what is this? But then also, I realized that hinge off these dating apps. You know me, like, I've been like like a pioneer for the dating apps. I'm like, go dating apps. She is a fucking, she should
1: be paid for the support she gives to the dating
0: app. But I don't know. I just. I don't know. I think maybe it's the pandemic is making me really get scared about like what the future looks like for us. And like, yeah. I think, and how we connect with people and like, even this, like, you know, me and Jamila, maybe more so me, like I've been like really adamant about not doing um, like over the, um, video interviews not during quarantine like in general like before this happened because i just really like human connection and like i'd rather wait for you to come to la you know what i mean I or, know, like, or, or us to go to new york or you know but obviously like that yeah. can't happen you need to stay in these places in these spaces now but i don't know like there's something about human connection and like people keep talking about that this time is making people come together more and i really beg to disagree like i Maybe I'm being a pessimist, but like I just feel like it's actually separating us. I mean, we're connecting in ways we are because we're always watching each other.
2: Yeah. But
1: like, I don't know if like I think it's like making, making people value people. You know, being in other people's company, saying, "Hey, how are you today?" Like, even the times I've been to the park or walking, everyone's like, "Hi!" Like, even masked on and far away. But also, people are gonna not trust each other. They're gonna be all weird if you sneeze or cough. I guess goes
0: both ways. So ways. I think yeah maybe one side is weight's
1: heavier than the other but i don't
2: know i'm like can i need a maybe at a bar it's hard it's hard and like i haven't you know i haven't broke quarantine i have talked to people locally and i've thought about like what would that look like or could i and you know i don't even go to the grocery store anymore like i order everything and just because since my daughter's going back and forth between both households i feel responsible for like them to you know what i mean like i can't introduce like whatever i'm introduced to i'm introducing it to them right and so plus my of course my daughter so i was thinking like okay when i'm ready to see somebody i'd have to like really plan it out like we're gonna spend a probably a substantial amount of time or be or open to spending a substantial amount of time together like i would probably self-quarantine myself after you know what i mean like for a week like i may need a week or two in the house by myself or like he comes by we spend a week together and then i spend whatever it is like at some point i'm gonna have to do it but i'm gonna i'm prepared to take an extended absence from my child you know when i do it but like even with that i so like knowing that has there definitely been days where I've just been sad as fuck, you know, and I've got new sex toys and brought old sex toys out of retirement. <laughs> I'm smoking weed every night and, and drinking more and, you know, t- having phone sex and shit. Like, I'm not a phone sex. Like, who has to have phone sex when you have real sex? Like, oh, my God. You know, I told you,
0: Mila, I'm like, this week, someone, one of my bays hit me up. I was trying to sex talk to me last night. And I was like, um, no. <laughs> and i was like you caught me on the wrong week bitch is today this is not sex talk week i'm not into it i'm done maybe catch me next week i might
2: be horny again but currently yeah. not horny at all that's fine <laughs> that's, like, that's totally normal and also i don't know when your cycle is coming but i know for me i was like why do i just not give a fuck about it anymore i was like oh and then the next day i'm Sorry, i was like that's yeah, no. that that's fine but um it's, you know, it, it's, I think it's going to an ebb and flow and there are going to be times where you found your peace with it and you found your way to kind of make it work. And then there's going to be weeks where you're just depressed and mad and sad, and that's completely normal. And that's going to impact, you know, how you feel about those long conversations with people that you can't hug, you know, and then there'll be times where you need that, you know, where it's like, I'm so happy I was able to talk to her. I'm so happy I was able to talk to him because I can't hug them, Right. You know, it's okay. Everything we're feeling right now is fine.
1: Like at ebb and flow of all the feelings, panic, anxiety, horniness. Yeah. We're being really faced, forced to face ourselves. Yeah. For yeah. real. Because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Yeah. So true. <laughs> so
0: fucking true. Or hide even more, you know, but yeah. I think this is like really beautiful, it is a beautiful opportunity to really delve into those things. I mean, even like I've had more time to really focus on and think about the things I want and also just hang out with myself. Yeah. I feel like I don't, I don't really do that anymore. Like I wasn't doing that before this, you know, I didn't have the time to spend with myself, even though I'm with myself all the time.
2: <laughs> if that makes
0: any sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah a
2: lot of time like I'm by myself, I've worked from home. So I've always, you know, like I, I don't usually work in the house. I would go to a coffee shop or whatever, or a co-working space. But like, yeah, I've had all this time too. And by myself for a while, but like, I'm either working or I might be fucking around, like just looking at, instagram or watching a show just on the couch chilling doing nothing like now it's like i'm charging my crystals and i'm reading more and i'm writing more and i'm meditating and i'm you know fucking around looking at instagram and watching my show you know what i mean it's just all of it, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. All of it. Mm-hmm. i had this really just like speaking of like hanging out with yourself like i had this realization you like, think i'm so corny but i was like i like i just feel like hanging out with myself made me realize how much I fuck with myself <laughs> you're the shit yeah like I'm like like you just like and it makes me like more I, I don't know like I because I have so much time it's like what do I want to do who do I want to talk to do
1: I feel like talking, talking to you? you do like, I have to talk to you I don't need to call you it's a fucking waste of my time <laughs> you know, I have a lot of time <laughs> lot
0: of time. I mean, and then there's days where I'm like, I really didn't need to talk to you. Yeah,
1: that's was a waste of time. I was
0: just bored. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a range of emotions,
2: contradiction. <sighs> well, but if nothing else, this is a good time to let these men entertain us. Like, if you can't date, like, if you can't entertain me now, where this bar is so low, what are we gonna do when I can go back outside? But honestly, like,
0: this is a good test of do i actually really fuck, fuck with you. you because we're not right. distracting ourselves with liquor dancing i mean we probably could too but not really though you know what That's i mean like right. it's not the same of having a bunch of
2: outside stimulus around us do i actually like you do i like you like or do i just want to fuck right 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 right
1: well Janela, this was a great conversation thank you, thank you so much for joining us I can't wait to like hang out and go to bars and meet guys together (laughs) or just hang out, you know, do fun stuff.
2: I know, I'm so like, part of the reason I was so excited about you all, not just, I mean, again, like four years, four years younger, right? So you're slightly younger. So that gives me hope and makes me feel like, yes, you know, like all the bullshit we went through was worth it because look at what gets to happen next. And just imagine like how free and shit our daughters are going to be. You know, Mm -hmm. at the same time, like what I envy about you all is that you all have each other. Cause like I have cool ass friends that are a lot like me and are not moms. And I have amazing friends who are moms, but we're so different, mm-hmm. you know? So like just, you all protect what you all have. Cause like oh, another mama like you is, I'm telling you, it's so rare. It's so rare. I'm like my settled friend's ratchet friend. You know what I mean? Like ratchet right. friend. And like my single friend's like mommy friend. Right, right, right. right. No. Well, come on over
1: yeah girl come. <laughs> this could be a triad <laughs> we, let's hang out
2: <laughs> we'll definitely hang out
1: <laughs> oh i can't wait to meet you for real in real life and thank you for hanging out with us i appreciate you so much you give me so much hope
2: oh thank Co-parenting you parenting exists with love i know yes, yes yes it does seriously sometimes like my daughter's stepmom and i were supposed to go to like a tv screening together like they got canceled because of coronavirus like right. we got there you know
0: right right like you like enjoy each other y'all are cool
2: yeah that's
1: big
0: yeah and, and like, it's
2: necessary it, it is i want
0: to know i want to know who you are who is this woman that's around my child and like i want to nurture that relationship too so that you when you're with my child too you think about our relationship right. too yeah you know it's important mutual reason. uh it's so fun i was i was just quickly i was really thinking recently i was like i i've kind of come to the point now where like i don't know I'm like, I almost wish my, I don't know like, if he listens to this, he's going to be really upset, but he, I almost wish he had, not really upset, but like, I almost wish he had a girlfriend. Like someone, mm-hmm. I, sometimes I think men, they really do need a woman, a female counterpart. I wish he had an amazing woman in his life to, uh,
1: really?
0: to help guide, guide him in ways that I can't, that he won't let me, you know I'm, what I mean? That he won't allow me, even if she says the exact same shit that I've been saying, right? It's different because it's coming from this other person. Because they're in love and it's different and it's a new situation and there isn't water under the bridge.
2: I think that's one thing I need to do publicly that I haven't. um, Affirm how much I value my daughter's stepmother for that reason. Because and I think my my ex is a wonderful dad. He's paternal. He's always been paternal. He's always loved kids and been a good guy who's going to do his best. But I know there's no way that he'd be the sort of father that he is without her influence and her guidance and her partnership, you know. And because she and I are so similar, like, nigga has a type, you know. But like, <laughs> but our energy, you know, we're very different women, but but our beliefs, our value, our core values, you know what I'm saying? Certain things are very similar, and so we tend to be on the same page. So there's an amount of trust that we can have with each other that she's going to operate in my daughter's best interest in the way I would want someone too, you know what I mean? But like, and he shares those values too, but I also know just having like two feminist women, you know what I mean? Like walking with him through fatherhood have definitely helped to make him, you know, an amazing father. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, that's just something I thought about recently too. And it's so beautiful that like, you know, you can speak, you can speak about her that way. That's like, that is the goal. That's how I want to be spoken about too. You know what I yeah. mean? On, and vice versa on the other side. So, get that.
2: I'm
0: at the point now where my daughter just walked in with like a like a life size piece of chocolate and was like, Can I have this?
1: And I said, Yeah, go ahead, go. <laughs>
2: Please do. I have given like my daughter, you can't use this part.
1: I saw a TikTok that I was like, this is what the fuck they're doing on TikTok? So you do like, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. And it was like, a did I show you the Switch one? Oh, the second of the day? Yeah. Oh my
2: God, yes. <laughs> oh no yeah. I didn't see it, but I've heard that there's, I've heard there's It's a dark, there. there's a dark. How sorry. do
1: you go fucking dark on fucking TikTok? Like, there's a, there's a black web of TikTok, like back page oh TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening?
2: <laughs> well, this dude, The dude who bust in our house party said that he makes it a practice to bust in people's house party rooms because it's fun but like his cousin was talking to a girl and he came in and he said she had her fist all he said she was almost there <laughs> and his cousin was like yo get the fuck out and he was like lock your room he was like get the fuck out he was like but lock, I'm telling you you need to lock your room like you realize that like it's open Okay.
1: Oh what, my God! What's happening on House Party? I but, didn't
2: expect that. I didn't expect that.
1: Well, I mean, what do you expect? What do you think is happening on there? Yeah. <laughs> so, we're living
0: in a digital world, y'all. Digital
2: world.
0: Well, thank you for having for coming on and hanging out with us. And we hope you are stay. You stay safe and sheltered. Stay home. <laughs> and when this is over, let's hang. Yes. And if you're bored. FaceTime us. <laughs>
1: We're around. We're <laughs> available. We'll be happy houring and smoking over
0: here. We should house party. We'll have a house party. If you see yeah. us on a house party, <laughs> yep. we'll have a house come on house party. in.
2: we be fine. You should definitely do another smoke session. Yeah, Yeah, we should. We should do it. Let's do it again. I happily do all of you all.
0: All right, girl. All right. Bye. 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 Um, thank you guys for joining
1: us this week. Um, Catch us next week. That's a Wednesday. <laughs> uh if you want to well i guess yeah if you guys want to if you watch this episode we're on youtube if you want to join our patreon for extra extra essential pumped up private censored content go to patreon.com backslash <laughs> good moms bad choices yeah mm-hmm. join our newsletter goodmomsbadchoices.com follow us on
0: instagram
1: good moms bad Underscore bed choices. Leave a review if you like us. If you fuck with us, if you just listen to this whole goddamn podcast for two hours, if that means you fuck with us. That means we review. <laughs> do it right now. Scroll all the way to the bottom on Apple Podcasts. Yep. You gotta find it. It's not easy to find. I'm telling you how to do it. Do it right now. <laughs> Five stars, bitches, and just say how the bomb we are. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks in advance. Uh, I hope
0: you guys have a great week, and we'll catch you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.